Welcome, welcome, welcome to Tacos and Beer Bellies. I am your host, Freak Show. And it's been a minute. <laughs> so, uh, starting a little bit later than I, I actually wanted to. Um, but what can I say? Life kind of gets in the way. Um, I'm going to try doing this without my glasses. And I got messy hair. And so if you're seeing this and you're like, Jesus, what's this fat ass doing? Well, it's just been a day. But I figured, who cares? A majority of you guys are going to be seeing this um, or hearing this on one of the streams. So anyway, um, so yeah, it's been, um, it's been quite an adventure the last four or five weeks. Um, I did, uh, five weddings in four weeks. That first weekend I did a wedding on Friday and then again on Saturday and every Saturday since, uh, in this past weekend I was down in Nashville and I'm not a huge country music fan, but I really don't think um, that is a huge thing with Nashville. I mean, it's it's kind of what it's known for, but so many people were down there. Um, and here's the kicker. I only got to see Music Row. So uh, 17th Avenue South is where all these different recording studios are and where uh, my family stayed. Um, there was a 10 bedroom, I, I guess you can call it a mansion. Um, and it was just, it was just huge, but it, it itself was on top of a studio and we are right down from, you know, RCA Victor and right around the corner from uh, Big Loud and Curb and all these different recording studios did not go in any of them, just drove past them. Um, but here's the kicker. I did not go down to Broadway, not once. So Friday night, um, all the young kids went, the younger kids, I should say. And the adults stayed in and just kind of hung out, and which was fine. I mean, after a, a pretty decent drive, I wasn't ready to go down. Um, and then Saturday, uh, we had my nephew's rehearsal and like a lunch rehearsal. And then the actual rehearsal, which I wasn't a part of. Um, apparently, <laughs> they didn't think that was necessary. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, and and then Saturday night, I was just ready to go to bed early, and I stayed up for a little while and went to bed. I was in bed by, well, I don't know, 11, and then <laughs> Sunday was wedding day, and got to the venue around 1 o'clock, and got everything set up, and got changed, and after that, some people were talking about going down. And I originally was, but other things occurred. And um, so, yeah, I did not experience Broadway at all. And, you know, it. I'm sure I will at some point. Um, but I just, I don't know if I really want to 
experience the evening part, you know, the, where the young kids are out, um, being older now, you know, I, I definitely want to see the artists. I definitely want to experience the, um, you know, the musical atmosphere of it, but you know, a lot of people say you can do that during the day as well. And that sounds a little bit up my alley a little bit more. I don't like doing the club shit anymore. Um, but so that's what I've been up to. And, you know, there's some things that I just kind of, um, over the last couple of weeks was thinking, well, how can I really start off this show? Um, and we're going to have guests, uh, here in the next couple of weeks and, um, really just kind of testing things out. And, but there has been just craziness, um, in my opinion, about, it just seems to me that everybody's just lost their damn minds recently. And I'm not talking politically. I mean, we all can agree that that ship has sailed on that. But, um, you know, one of the things, uh, you know, just watching football, if you've watched any football this year, it's crazy. Um, Missed calls and teams that were supposed to be good are playing like shit. Uh, teams that are supposed to be shit are playing very well. Um, Dallas has got a backup quarterback that now there's a controversy of whether or not they should stick with them even when their main quarterback is back. Um, again, you know, it just seems to be a, a lot of different craziness. But um, And I will say this. Let's see if he's here. We have to talk about dogs and our pets. And one thing that people know, my dog, Taco, who is usually at my feet. um, So I had a friend watch him while I was gone. And he is, um, he's very used to his routine. And when I'm gone, um, obviously that routine is shaken up and, there's an adjustment period when you come back. And I've noticed that that adjustment period is, (laughs) is, uh, you know, I, I wish it was getting back to normal sooner. And, um, and finally I think we're there, but dear God, this dog, um, I love him. I, I take him everywhere with me, but he is the most neediest. He is the neediest dog like he whines and cries if he doesn't get his way kind of like myself in certain aspects and I was um I just I I couldn't help but laugh I mean come back during the day the person watching him leaves for work like 6 30 we got back around 12 30 so he was about by himself by about six hours and that's a long time for him. So of course there are some accidents in the in the kitchen. Um, you know, take him out. He does his business. Um, but then I had to take my daughter back to her, her house because she had class. And I was like, well, I'm not going to leave him alone again. He's probably going to flip out. So what do I do? I put him in the car with me. 
And the whole time he's just crying like, oh no, you know, what now? And drop her off, head back home, get out, take him back out. And this dog is just, nothing was sitting well with this dog. So that kind of occurred for the last or a couple of days after that. And he's finally settled down. But if I go to the restroom, he's right there. If I go to t- take a bath or, or take a shower, and if I'm in the bathroom, I go take a shower, he is right there, feet, you know, hopped up onto the side of the tub. Like, you're, you're not leaving, are you, Dad? You're not leaving, are you? And... I mean, it's just amazing how, you know, he's a pandemic puppy. Um, but we've been side by side now for, I mean, pretty much every day. Like if I go down to visit my folks in Florida, he goes with me. Um, and only, he, only a couple times have, you know, this being one of them, this trip this past weekend, um, that's the only time I haven't seen him um, or he hasn't been with me. And uh, so it was, it was, it's just so funny. I think, you know, the unconditional love that you can get with the dogs, but it's also kind of annoying there for a while. It's like, I'm done with, you know, my kids are all grown, you know, go, go sleep, go play, go chew on toys that I buy you. And he just sits there. Um, I get up, he has to get up. If I go outside to, you know, get something, he'll start whining and crying like, hey, why why can't you take me? It's like, I'm not putting the leash on so you can come back in in five seconds. So, but anyway, I'm glad to be back and ready for things to settle down. I've got a couple weeks um, where I'm not doing a wedding, and then I've got three more weeks and back at it, or three weddings back-to-back, and then I uh, think that's about it. And then my grandson turns one. Yep. And uh, I'm looking forward to that. I'm working out plans. Hopefully I can be down there at that time and, and go from there. But um, there's just been, you know, it's been busy, which is good. And still working on the studio. So if you are seeing this... Um, if you happen to catch this on any social media, I'm still trying to figure out what the hell to do with the the wall behind me. I've got soundproofing. If you can see it on some of the videos from the side here, um, you know, that took a little bit and, but I want to kind of brighten it up in the back instead of just having the plain white wall. And, um, so over the next, I'm sure you'll see that as it progresses that, um, you know, we'll do something there. I want to do something funny. I've got a sign back here, and I was going to sit there and uh, do some sort of funny quote and change it out on every episode. Um, the first thing I, I thought of, I was like, you know what? Pam's going to watch this, and Pam is not going to be happy if I put that. Um, so Pam being my mother. But all in all... um. So it's just kind of been, um, you know, doing that. And uh, let me grab my glasses here because I'm trying to read and I can't. And okay, there we go. So 
I like reading off um, some of the funny shit that I, I I find on online, and a lot of this stuff kind of gets. Oh, we got to Elon Musk. Okay, this is now. Everybody knows about the Twitter, and that's fine. That's great. Um, but Reuters is reporting via Reuters, October 12th. The world's richest man, Elon Musk, has scented a new opportunity to capitalize on quirky products. Launching a perfume called Burnt Hair that he said sold 10,000 bottles to earn a million dollars in just a few hours. He sold 10,000 bottles of a perfume called Burnt Hair in just a few hours. With a name like mine, getting into the fragrance business was inevitable. Why did I even fight it for so long? Musk asked on Twitter, where he now describes himself as a perfume salesman. The essence of repugnant desire is the website description of his latest offering, which costs $100 a bottle and is set to start shipping in the first quarter of 2023, making good on a product Musk first touted in September. Previous brainwaves have included Tesla's own brand tequila launched in 2020 uh, and a pair of short shorts to signify Musk's victory over investors who bet against the electric vehicle maker. Now the world's most valuable car firm. Okay. Agreed to disagree on the car, but regardless, um, you know, I, I think they're cool. I love Tesla's, the idea of it, um, you know, but can we go back to this? He bad. This just doesn't make sense. Is it, I, I think this has got to be something where he's just trying to, you know, like it's a, it's a meaning. It's a, uh, like people will buy anything kind of shit. I mean, it's called burnt hair. Have you ever burnt your hair? Or been around burnt hair? It's, it, it's not something... I mean, with the last name of Musk, you'd think it would be musky, but, um, oh God, that's just, that just, (laughs) to me that, anyway, um, what else is in the news? Oh, the San Francisco Metro system hires bird of prey to scare pigeons away. Wow. Wow. San Francisco. Okay. You're, you hired a bird. All right. Well, that's pretty much the oddities that have been. Um, oh, Arizona cryonics facility preserves bodies to revive later. We're going to start seeing that a lot more. These cryogenics, not cryogenics, but cryonics facilities there's these are going to pop up a lot more um people getting themselves frozen so they can be revived in the future it might not be a good thing the way that everything's happening in the world um 
Man. This is crazy. Some of the things going on around here. So, oh, side note. I purchased my tickets for Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Comes out in November. And I think that is probably going to be the next movie that I go see. And I have not decided on whether or not I'm even going to give Black Adam a a shot. Um, as far as going to see it in the theater, I will definitely watch it. And I heard that the... Um, end of credit scene is something to, um, get people excited about DC, but I think we can all agree lately that DC is kind of dropping the ball. I do like Aquaman. I think Jason Momoa has done a great job as Aquaman. I like what they're doing, but now we're going to start seeing the, the back and forth between Aquaman and Namor who is being he's being advertised as the villain of Wakanda forever. But for those that have read the comics, um, obviously he is not. He is an anti-hero maybe, but for the most part he is um, not the villain. I think there's going to be a behind the scenes or somebody pulling the strings, getting things going. A lot of speculation on that. Uh, we'll save a lot of that talk for a future episode because uh, we are going to have a couple very special guests um, to talk about that because comic book movies in general, um, obviously it's, and the TV shows, everything that you're seeing on Disney, it's awesome. I mean, it's great television, it's great movies. Uh, it, you know, it's got a wide variety of, audience and storytelling and you know the story um you know they're all related and work towards a a final project and um a continuous project i shouldn't say but we'll say you know different stories have a climactic end and then another story begins and i i just really like how marvel does that and i wish dc would get on you know, start doing their shit, right? Um, so, yeah, we will t- discuss that. But be on the lookout because you're going to start seeing this here in the next month or two. Um, you're going to see your comparisons between Namor and Aquaman. Obviously, Namor came out a long time ago, a long time ago, and came out before Aquaman. It was a, almost a blatant ripoff, and I really kind of, um, enjoyed what they did with Aquaman and what it appears that they're doing with Namor. And again, we'll get into that down the road in a future episode where it's going to be pretty much all comic book movies and shit on there. But I wanted to touch base. I wanted to reach out and get something going and test out things. And so, um, if you haven't already, make sure you go to tacos and beer bellies on Facebook, Twitter, um, TikTok, and I do have a YouTube channel. I really haven't utilized that. Um, we'll play around with that and see how it goes. But uh, for the most part, check those out. And um, until next time, we will uh, we will talk soon. 
and a lot longer, but I wanted to make sure I got this out and let you know that things are still good. See you later.